You are now listening to The Reality Is. The Reality Is. Let the band play. Hey, yo, band play. Hey, yo, band play. Everything in my pants, that's my pants and I can't help it. Yo. I love my baby mama to death, but she don't trust me. I asked her what she marry me and she didn't say nothing. I'm sorry, baby, I can't only be me a hustler. Trap nigga, but my household look like the Hustables. Yeah. Yeah. She think that I'm still stuck in my old ways. Uh. God damn, I love the trap, I miss the old days. Uh. Riding around in the Bonneville with my throwaway. Uh. Now I just make millions, might listen to some You are now judge. listening to The Reality Is. The Reality Is. Hold up right quick, let me straighten up my ring. This motherfucker kind of big, you know. Nah, if the shit pop off, sometimes you can't back down from that shit. Did you ever have anybody like run on you? Huh? Any of the homies run on you? Yeah, bro. The situation? Yeah. Matter yeah. of fact, I, I'll tell this story right now. I don't even know if I actually told the story on the podcast, bro. But when I was doing what I was doing back in the day, man, I remember hanging out with a guy and literally we went into a 7-Eleven or Easy Mart is what it was back mm-hmm. then. It was three of us, bro. We walked in the store and he had beef with a local drug dealer. Mm-hmm. Wasn't my beef, but you know, you inherit beefs if you hanging with people. Inherit beef is inherited, homie. Stop playing. We came out, bro. When we came out, a car pulled up. It wasn't no shooting. It was just like two cars pulled up, like 10 niggas got out and three of them went straight at him. They started fighting. They split up and they was all against us, bro. I put my back to a telephone pole, fought as much as I could. When I looked up, it was gun sh- like gunshots popped off. They ran. When I looked up, I thought we were all still fighting. They was gone, bro. Mm. By the time I started taking off running, it was six dudes chasing me, bro. And when I was running up the street, they were already coming back in the car, the guys that I were with. Mm-hmm. And as they drove by, it was like, yo, I'm going to my mom's house. Meet me over there. And I'm thinking in my head as I'm running. I may not make it over there. Right. The only way I got away is I lost them in the apartments because, and anybody who listened to this from Texas, Canada, they'll know it was Tanglewood. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You go into Tanglewood projects, bro, and literally, I lost them niggas and hid behind. You remember back in the day when they had a, uh, HVAC units, like them oh, big-ass yeah. air-conditioning yeah, units, yeah. and they had a lock on them? Mm-hmm. It was some bushes surrounding it. So I literally jumped behind that, hid behind it, and they just went by, bro. I so, waited for like 10 minutes, uh-huh. came out, went to his mom's house. Niggas was there. Never talked to them niggas. Well, I, I never talked to one of the guys again, and then I went and saw one of the guys when he moved up here. Yeah. When I was uh, looking for an apartment, we were cool. We went to this apartment complex. I gave the lady my my uh, driver's license. And remember I told you when I moved here, I always kept run, having run-ins with the cops because they thought I was this drug dealer from Fort Worth. Oh, okay. So I literally, bro, when they took my ID, they were doing the ID shit, doing the check, and shot. Well, I'll bleep it out. Shot was like, uh, yo, bro. He's like, man, they taking a long time to come back and let us know if you got approved for whatever, how your credit running and everything. Bro, literally, I knew, I thought about the shit that I had been through, how many times I had been stopped for this guy's name. That's the one time I went to jail up here because I was wrongfully arrested. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I took my driver's license because they left it on the table, and we peeled out. Literally, when we was leaving, four police cars pulled up, bro. Mm. So they thought she was him too? Yeah. That's why I literally, when I use my name now, I literally use my name, even on my car, on my debit card, my credit cards, I use nigga because anything they tie that shit back to whoever the fuck that nigga is never met him oh wow but they always tie my name to this guy bro okay that's crazy yeah damn yeah people be talking like this is the thing man ain't none of that shit was cool 
it, it was half the time that I did the shit I used to do. I was scared when I was doing it. Mm-hmm. Niggas don't talk about that shit. Nah, they don't. They know they don't ever talk about. They it. don't ever talk about that shit. But it was fear. Pretty much ninety percent of the time I was doing shit. I just didn't yeah. show it. See, that's just that. But that's the bullshit of the culture. You know what I mean? So when cats be talking about you know fuck the culture or whatever, you know, and a part of me is just like you know what? Yeah, because it's not genuine. You know what I mean? Like. It is actually a situation where there's a lot of stress, there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of doubt. I mean, motherfuckers running around with their chest puff, puffed up, but yeah. how they feel on the inside is yeah. a little different. And as, unless you're making major deals, bro, that money is, fast money ain't really fast money. Mm. I don't Easy think you're scared, go. really. What you think it was? I, I don't know how to put it exactly, but those dudes that ran away, they were scared. Yeah. Yeah, you know for what sure. I mean? Yeah. Like, even if you've been in situations and you feel fear, I yeah. don't know if you're actually scared. Yeah. It's, it's, maybe it's anxiety. And I talked mm-hmm. about yeah. that. Shout out to uh, T with AP, man. I pulled up uh, pulled up over there. Arteezy was over there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we thought you were going to be able to make it, but I know you were busy because you just got back in town. But... Mm-hmm. Bro, I was telling her, I said, because they had this sound healing. Oh, where they, sound bowls? Yeah, with sound. So it was this white chick there named Amy, and she was doing the uh, sound bowls. And so she did it for like 10 minutes. And the whole time, like, I just, yeah, I just sat there. I closed my eyes, bro, the whole time, inhaling, exhaling. And I was telling AP, I said, this is a great thing to do, especially for people of color, because we don't like to, like Spider just said, I may not have been scared, but we don't even know if we have anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I know that I have anxiety. I don't need I have it crazy enough to where I got to take no medicine or no pills yeah. or nothing. But like just to take a, a break from life. Yeah. Like, what is it, Ralph Yarl, the guy who got shot in the face, the little kid? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Five other people done got shot this week. Like, there's so much shit that goes on, especially living in the skin of a black person. Nigga, I know some of y'all got anxiety. We just oh, we don't like do. to address it or talk yeah. about it or we act strong. But, like, bro, I needed that shit this morning. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's a lot of, I mean, we all, obviously, it's, a, it's kind of a defense mechanism to the anxiety. You know, all the shit that we think about, the anxiety, the nervousness, like all of that is, it has its purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, when I think about, you know, just trying to even understand what we're talking about, having a conversation about fear and having a conversation about, like, you know, uh, being scared or being afraid. Yeah. And really, honestly, if you talk to a lot of people, a lot of people are just afraid, bro. Right. But the, but the difference to me that I've kind of come to, and I'm, I'm not married to the concept, but yeah. I, so I'm open to ideas. But to me, the difference between being afraid of something and then being fearful is that the fearful stops you from doing something. Very true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being true. afraid is one thing when you do it now that they say that's courage. Yeah. But being fearful and then allowing that fear to yeah. keep you from doing it. Yeah. To me, that's the difference. And that's kind of what Spider was saying. Like, maybe I wasn't scared, but, nigga, it was something in me. Because, like, when I looked up and I realized I was the only nigga there still fighting, mm-hmm. I was like, let me get the hell out of here, bro. Right. But it's probably, like, most situations where you, because this is what I think happens with the kids. I don't think they really think shit all the way through. Nah. So if you're in a situation where you're in a game or you're in the streets yeah. doing some street shit, if you're thinking shit all the way through, you know at any given time, anything it could be over. Yeah. Any but given time. We don't really think, like you say, to be at this age, that's why you hear, I think, a lot of people say, man, I wish I knew what I knew now oh, back yeah. then. Oh, yeah. Because even the fear of doing things, I know when I would skip school, I always tell the story about, I used to go and we would hang out in creeks. Mm-hmm. Nigga, where alligators could be, <laughs> snakes could be, and we hanging out in creeks, walking in the tunnels, smoking, doing whatever we was doing, and it's like, Bro, there's no way you're going to get me to walk down into a creek or a sewer <laughs> at this age knowing everything age, is down there. Yeah. There's no way, like, even All times when people... Happen. Yeah, even when people want me to go out sometimes, like, go to a club, I'm like, nah, because I already know what could happen. The last time I went to a club, uh, a club-like environment, I didn't want to go when we did the House of Blues. I think you went home after that mm. when we did the House of Blues yeah. event. 
we went across the street to Victory Tavern. It was like me, Artesia, um, you know, Jason and them, yeah. all my guys were from New York, D.C. and mm-hmm. Chicago. Like we over there just hanging out, bro. And this one dude kept trying to talk to this girl. And he had bumped me one time and I was like, bro, you know what I'm saying? Excuse you, dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kept talking to Artesia. Couple minutes later, he bumps me again, and I grabbed his arm. Like I didn't grab it hard; I just grabbed him because he kept bumping into me. And I was like, "Excuse me, bro." So then, the third time, this girl was walking away from him. Clearly, he didn't had a game right. to get her. So she as she there. so as she walks away from him, he reaches out to grab her. He bumps my drink. He bumps in Artesia. I said, and by that time, I said, "Yo, bro." I said, "I've already told you twice, dog. Dude. This is my last time." He just started talking. Mm. All I saw was red, <laughs> and Jay. I heard Jason say, "No disrespect will be tolerated." I literally just stopped everything. Artiza tried to talk to me. I walked right into the bathroom, closed the stall, set on, put the toilet lid down, sat on the seat for 10 minutes, bro, mm. to calm myself down. Right. Because I was I'm like, this shit, that, this shit could go a totally different way. Oh, hell yeah. And that's why I say I don't want to go into no scenes and situations like that because in those situations, niggas trying to act hard for girls. Yeah, Niggas yeah, trying yeah, to flex this, with this money. Niggas trying to do the most. And then sometimes, like we talk about, when that liquor, that Hennessy get the bro, flowing. Point of no return. It changes people. It changes a lot of people. And I don't want to be in that. Have you ever been have you ever noticed the changes in you like say if you drank certain things and all that nah but liquor's never changed me bro nah. like i'm real mild manner bro 20 i'm more of a hothead if i'm sober mm-hmm. and you disrespect me mm. if i'm high or tipsy and you disrespect me i'm probably just overlooking that shit yeah because i'm chilling like I, we talked about that when we drink like i was like i just become real flirty mm-hmm. and i'm talkative okay i ain't fighting yeah the hennessy when i was younger yeah turn you was, up yeah it did well it it, it made me mean. I'm a happy drunk, but Hennessy made me mean. Like, I was the guy walking around how I look. You know what I'm saying? With the style and shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I was at it. And DMX was out. That was the 90s. I used oh, to growl yeah. niggas all the time. What songs used to turn... What songs used to make you want to get at a motherfucker, man? Ooh. I know that. What's my that? dogs at, man? I just... That? There was a few of them. Yeah. I had a couple of songs like... Oh, there was one back in the day. It was Das Effects, man. It was called Hard Like a Criminal. Yeah. This was like the hardest record, man. When I was a kid, <laughs> yeah. I used to be like, yo, only the real street niggas, like, yeah, grind. This story right here yeah. is a, is a wild story. What about, uh, what's that song, Spider, that um, back in the early 2000s, the one with Little John, where everybody would just be jumping around? Yeah, like, okay, yeah, yeah. I cannot uh, remember that uh, shit. Low. Huh? Is it low? The one with Usher? No, the one yeah, like, I'm talking yeah, about the one yeah. where niggas just jumping around. No, not that. Not that one. I cannot remember, bro. But as soon as that shit came on, I was in Atlanta Lil one John. time. Yeah, we was doing. Um, yeah, Lil John had a couple of bad. It had to be an Atlanta nigga that just call it right off the top. Cause I'm telling, you, if I hear it, I would know it. Right. But literally, they would just throw. It's like throw your throw your click up. Throw your and they. Oh would, yeah, throw oh, your, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, yeah. What is that? Yeah. Uh, <sighs> it's like I, it, I hate though. when I can't. That's it right there. Yeah, like was, was, you got to play that spider. I'm trying. As soon as you get that bitch turning off, throw your click up. Yeah, that's. It was Throw a wild song. Some some motherfucker. Right. Bro, we was in this party in Atlanta, nigga, when I was going on them college tours Ooh. for football. Nigga, that shit was so crazy. I had to literally get my ass to a wall, nigga. That's it. <laughs> put, that's put it. your hood up. Yeah, put that's your it. Up. Put your hood up. Okay. So niggas, like you in Atlanta, niggas throwing up Blood, Crip, Vicky Lou, yeah, Vice Lords, and whatever local set. Yeah, this was a this was kind of a fight song. 
So that when you got crews banging like that, so like ninety percent of the crunk shit. Yeah, yeah, pretty much to fight to. Yeah. yeah, when you got a bunch of knuckleheads, that's what I'm saying. Over with, dreads, just yeah, 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 yeah. girls going hard. Oh yeah, and girls. girls will be fighting before the dudes will be fighting. Oh yeah, man. Back in the day, I used to uh, used to do like mosh pit shit at the club. Yes, we used to wild out. This shit is crazy, bro. Yeah, we do the mosh pit shit. You know another one? Play this one, Spider. This is the one when I used to like be riding around with my guys. Mm-hmm. Never wanted. To, this is one of the moments where I say I was scared. Fifty Cent ski mask way. Oh, okay, okay, okay. This is one of them songs where niggas will be doing shit. <laughs> yeah, wow. Wanna roll up. I've never been in the drive-by, but niggas jumping out fighting. Yeah. Like you just right. You smoking. You chilling. Oh, yeah, super chill. Everybody talking about what they gonna do. Nigga, that what's nice. This what you got for me. 50 has always got the crunk songs and shit. Come here, Rick. Nice. That's what you bought for me. Take this shit off. Move up where you are properly. Beanie Seagull used to get me going, too. Beanie Seagull. Take money, take money, money, money. Nigga, if you ask me, this is the way. Take money, take money, spray at me. Go ahead. The last nigga to try. Yo, got I, we got <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got here, so. Call him stupid. Reason why, honey. Your mama in the living room now, hog tie. Bro, this shit here, dog. Yeah, like you wild. feel, it's like that. You just somebody got a somebody filling the clip in the back seat. Yeah, a nigga yeah. passing the joint around. It's a problem. Back in the day, uh, spider the, the the belly soundtrack. Bro, Memphis Fleek and, and Beanie, the crew Bro. love joint. But Beanie's Beanie's verses are like they, they just, uh, just want to fight. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm telling you, sometimes they put you in they put you in a vibe, bro. Oh, man, nice man, that '90s shit. A lot of that '90s shit was hard. That's when niggas was real though. Yeah, People who actually did the shit. Mm-hmm. Now it's like if you just sound like you did it, yeah. or you can't, or you got a look that right. says you can do it, niggas just go with it, bro. You know what's interesting, man? I, one of the topics that I sent you, as as you speak about that, we're gonna get into it too. What, if you want, we can start with this one. Well, just this is this is the one about this was the last one, the the police and shit. You know, now see this shit, yeah. the be- Beanie Siegel though, this one? he went crazy. I like Bleak too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Bailey was a movie that made you want to move around too. <laughs> Shout out Robbie Danger, this girl I used to date back in the uh, when I first moved to Dallas, bro. She loved this shit, bro. Really? Yeah. She's playing all the, the most time. elegant hood chick you I ever love, dated, you bro. The versatility. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You ever fuck with a real hood chick though? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you this: the black hood chicks, best head, best pussy you ever gonna get, and you can treat die for that, and you can handle. Of the motherfuckers. And it's stupid to do, but it's sexy when a motherfucker will get rid of your shit or hold your shit for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's uh, uh-huh. like a lot of people like ride or die, but will you? Yeah, will you really? You know what I'm saying? Will you really? Yeah. So I want to. Oh, I, go ahead, go ahead. Go, no, go ahead. Well, I was I was talking about the um the policing thing. Just oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, man. You, you said you said new age policing, cameras everywhere, GPSs, robot dogs. The government is only <laughs> interested in modernizing police, but not the rest of society. I'm saying. So my point is like, how can you be a, a, a criminal these days? It's can difficult. you get away with it? I'm not being funny. They that's got why. Flock cameras every. I mean, they got everything. So you got to champion these niggas who do get away with it. I know you got to. I mean, because it's the game. But this is why it's so hard to get away with it too. Is because just like on these TV shows, like I know Criminal Minds and other shows, mm-hmm. if you are a uh, 
a scammer or a person who yeah. can break into computers. What do they call that shit? Yeah, like, like a, a hacker. A hacker, yeah. yeah. Hacker. Mother- they will hire you. Instead of putting you in jail, they'll yes, say, work for us for 10 years. We ain't yes. going to pay you six figures. We'll give you a decent salary. Mm-hmm. And they teach those motherfuckers the game. Just like in a task force, man. They take one dude, probably give him some kind of bell or put him in wits. Uh, what is it called? Uh, witness protection mm-hmm. and wit pro. And they put them in that shit or they give them something to say, hey, teach us the lingo yeah. for the shit that we listening Help to. Us. Tell us where this shit is at. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? saying yeah like i used to tell people the best this is the thing all right the best people <laughs> who don't get caught are people who go out of their way to do it right mm-hmm. the reason so many niggas get caught is they lazy bro oh yeah when you think, that. think about stringer bell mm-hmm. stringer bell had a long run why because yeah. it is thinking that shit he was thinking they ahead of the game slipping. and he did the hard work bro slipping. Then, yeah he yeah. got greedy though just like franklin and snowfall oh man niggas yo get hold on hold on hold on Hold on. Have I'll, you seen the? Have you? Watched, I have. You seen the whole? The whole thing. You so you watched the finale. The whole thing, man. So shout out to Richard. Richard was talking about him, and I was like, man. Hey, I, listen, we gotta warn the people, man. If you haven't watched, spoil alert. Spoil alert. on you. Change the channel. Change it right Go now. Watch that shit and then come back. Skip maybe five minutes ahead of this. This is shit. your only warning. What you got to say about it? No, I, you know what? The, you know I love shows like this and just yeah. TV and shit. But what I what I love about it is when it comes to an end, I try to figure out. You know what I what I took from it, yeah. And and now this is a real simple thing, but you know, Franklin never drank, man. Nope. Never drank, never did drugs. Nope. He was a clean cut, you know what I mean. Nope. But I tell you what, though, what I loved about it is that it showed uh, how money could change a motherfucker. Bro. Money would turn you into a motherfucking savage. Yeah, be a monster, bro. I mean, because his whole purpose became getting that money, and That's he would it. do anything, like literally. They showed the extremes, but he would do anything to get that shit. And you never really see that in his character development. You didn't think, shit, nope. the nigga accidentally killed the first person. And then, like, when that, when when his mom Bro. literally said to him, if you get this money back, I'm paraphrasing, but she said something to the extent of, you, are you willing to never see me mm-hmm. again to get this money back? And the nigga said, yeah. He said That's that why when he was trying that. to talk to her in the prison, she was like, nigga, I'm good. I have nothing to say to you. Leon, was, a, Leon was her son He's now. Leon was because son. Leon, yes, he was in the life, but he never wanted that life yeah. as he continued to educate himself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he, you, you, he, did, he, did, he did expand. Himself. What have I always said? When I was doing what I was doing, I never sold to black people. I never did nothing to black people. I had the conscience of Leon and I wasn't big, whatever. I ain't talking like I was running yeah. no blocks or no drug. I never sold nothing I did to, to, to black people, bro, mm. because I was cognizant of what sh- the shit happened to us in the 80s mm-hmm. with the Reagan administration oh, yeah, and everything else. Yeah, all that shit, Cause man. Niggas, that shit. Shout out to Hookman in Texarkana, man. But it was like niggas like Hookman, them niggas taught us shit. These niggas would tell us certain shit about the game to where you like, bro, what kind of nigga are you if you do this to your people, bro? Right. Mm-hmm. And your richest clients are white people. Yeah. I mean, you can have a yeah, little. Yeah, you got go, to go to resources. You can have bro. a little bit of coke and them niggas will pay $200 for right. that shit. Just a little bit. Black people ain't really got it or ain't trying to spend 200 for a little bag. Nah, not at all. At all, bro. <laughs> so like I said, it's just different ways to go about it. But I, I think Franklin's issue was, like you said, he got money hungry. Ooh. Like even when he went to Leon, like a crackhead, like money literally turned him into a crackhead. Oh, no doubt about he it. He went to Leon and was like, how much you got? I know I ain't paid you the 500000 back, but oh, you got three, three point five million. I need my that. Nigga, I need that. So you want me to give you my last 
So you could go out here when you, when you you've literally shown us you ain't you're good with money, but you Ooh, go too but far. Not now, not now, not now. And you At want me to time, give you my last? Not now. But yeah. if he wouldn't have turned his back on people and yeah. cut people down the way he did, he probably could have got that. He probably could have got some assistance from his mom. But this is the thing: she but shot Teddy too, because though. that nigga was disrespectful. Oh well, she was looking to do that from the beginning. From the beginning, after she realized yeah. what he did to Alton, but it was disrespectful the way that nigga was like, Ooh. "Get away from me! Are you serious? Right. Are you still I shot asking him me this body?" Bro, like, get away from me. Get the fuck away from me. Like, you ain't nobody. He was just another nigga, bro. And that nigga didn't care nothing. I understand. Like, like Franklin said, you couldn't wait ten fucking For seconds. <laughs> he always talking. You couldn't wait ten fucking seconds. God damn, you I would have thirty seven. I would have thirty seven point five million. Right, right. <laughs> from seventy three. Oh, that's just funny. You got him down. That too. nigga was like, bro. You know he's he, you know he from like over the yeah, across from, the pond. Uh, yeah, across the pond. Yeah, yeah, it just they, elbow. It's a couple of niggas that's across the pond. They said they got like a speech, not a speech coach, but a linguistics coach. Nigga. Or something. All I know is he said the dub C was his uh, throughout. Oh, for real? Yeah, that shit dope though. That but is I, dope. I respect them. But, you know, a couple of years back, five to 10 years ago, it was an issue with a lot of black Americans. Mm-hmm. They had issues with them going oh, over yeah. there, bringing them over here to do certain roles. And do they're like, roles. why can't we do them? They did the same shit with the, the the joint. Oh, my God. Which one? The Black Panther shit with the old boy from. Oh, Chet. Ch- uh, I don't know his name. You talking about the one who passed away? No. Who? Not Chadwick Boseman, but the other. Oh, the yeah. Other you dude. talking about. Uh, from the dude from Get Out. Yeah, I know you talking about. Uh, yeah. Daniel Kalua. Kalua. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. So yes. the, but it was the same. But that nigga cold. Oh, bro. no. I mean, they all cold. That nigga cold. They, they all cold. That movie, I forgot the name of the movie with um, Liam Neeson. And when he was dating, uh, what's the black chick from uh, How to Get Away with Murder? Oh, uh, Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Mm-hmm. Like Liam Neeson and Viola Davis were together. And I forgot the name of the movie, but he was in that movie. That nigga was, he was a bad guy, like mm-hmm. a drug dealer. That nigga was cold, bro. I mean, he, David he's Kalua a, be doing his thing. Listen, he's a great actor. He is an amazing actor. He is unbelievable. This is the thing. I mean, I can't, I don't know You're the reason. I mean, I don't think they panned them less to get him. So maybe these niggas just outacted y'all. Well, to me, I think that's probably what it is. Um, because, I mean, why else would they choose him? And then he be killing every role. You will do If he you, if you need an interpreter in Texas, are you gonna hire me who only speaks one language, or are you gonna go get a, a Mexican who can speak or Hispanic that can speak English okay. and Spanish? Oh, oh, how about one of them Asians that can speak five languages? You know what I'm saying? In Mandarin. Come she on, Hong Kong. Come on, man. Kong, uh. Ni hao. Da shaya, yo. <laughs> <laughs> who, who you gonna pick? It's a rap, bro. Why are you just using the Wu Tang school method? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What you say? My tongue is a liquid sword. <laughs> <laughs> That nigga killed me oh, with that shit, shit, bro. Yeah, I paraphrased the hell out of that. Butchered <laughs> the shit out of it. But it's all good. You know what I meant. I, I understood you. I understood you. Where did you get this one from, bro? Who's your uh, favorite TV dad? Yeah, you know, I was thinking about that shit, man. And I was thinking about, like, just, you know, all the movies that I've watched over the years. Yeah. And, you know, they got this commercial with a dude from Full House. I, that's what, I swear, bro. <laughs> I'm pulling up Google right now, bro. And I was about to say, what is his real name? Dad, uh, what is that? It's he, Reginald Vell Johnson. Yeah. Oh, but he's like, he's like, like on a show for years. Yeah. yeah he's, he's like the, he's like the consummate TV. Yes. Dad that's what I was going to yeah. Is it progressive commercials or is it Geico? It's one of the, it might be something like that. Yeah. yeah. yeah one of the Geico. Yeah. Shout out to Geico. They have some good commercials, but no, my, I was already Google. Yeah, that's him. That's him. That's him. <laughs> but you know, my favorite TV dad of all time. Who is that? Furious Styles. Who is? Let me look it up. Furious. You Styles. know exactly who it is. You're just not familiar with the Furious name. Styles. I'm trying to see. Oh yeah, <laughs> from uh, what is that? 
What is that movie, well, man? Boys Lawrence Fishburne from Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Hey, man. Furious Styles was a real. Deal, I didn't. Man. You know what though? I didn't even know that was his name, bro. Jason mm-hmm. Furious Styles, Lawrence Fishburne, and Boys in the Hood. Yes, sir. Because. He was ahead of his time. That role, that role. was ahead of his time because yes. that's black fathers today. Exactly. But it wasn't that many of them back in the early, late right. late 80s and early 90s, bro. Yeah, I think John Singleton was, was doing, was very intentional with that role. Very intentional with that role. And I like I how they tied that Boys in the Hood shit in in the final season. Uh, so you probably hadn't seen that clip. So you remember when Franklin was talking to Leon at the end mm-hmm. and they walked past that camera crew and he's like, y'all ain't gonna yeah, win yeah. no Oscar. That was a tribute to Boys in the Hood. Okay, you know, I, I kind of figured that because yeah. you know John Singleton passed yeah. away. And, and that's why like, it was like, uh, was like to, for John. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I figured that. Yeah. But, but I was Spoiler trying to find, word. I was trying to find something else in the scene that would Make me feel like, oh, for sure that was boy. Yeah, I think they had the three little boys on the side. Did you they okay. see it because it was panel. Okay, y'all ain't okay. gonna win no Oscar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that, man. But of course, John's yeah. gonna be involved with being this, involved with it. It was probably like, I mean, that's that's amazing that even though he's not here, it's still, still having it an really impact. didn't fall off. You got to think um, that was a dope. Damson Idris has been in quite a few films over the last five. Yeah, years. yes, I've but seen him. It's always that one character that makes your career, and Frank Frank Saint. Is what made his career, bro. No question about it. It made his career. But you got to think about it, too. Franklin, he portrayed at least one nigga in every hood across the world. Mm -hmm. At some age, you had the bitches. Mm -hmm. You had the money. Right. You had the respect. Cars. But you don't get out of the game quick enough or you don't pivot in time Mm -hmm. and you just become another nigga, bro. Right. And, it, and people always see that in the hood and think it's a war vet. It ain't always a war vet. Sometimes right. it's niggas who stay in the game too long. Right, right, right. And and the thing about it is when you think about the the situation with, that he was in, a lot of cats who pivot the way he did, yeah. they get out the game. Black TV dads. Because I, like, I thought about that. <laughs> oh, you're going I, back to it. Okay. So, so they came up with like the, let me see, they got top 10. Let me see what all they got. Curious Styles got to be on that list. Let oh, TV dads is yeah, different. Yeah, TV though. dads. So I just put TV dads just to see. I'm going to give, they got eight. They got Philip Banks. They got uh, <laughs> of course. Michael Kyle. Wait, who's that? Michael Kyle from, um, let me see if they showed on her. Michael Kyle, uh, you know that uh, my wife and kids. Oh, okay. Michael Kyle, uh, Damon, what was that my wife and kids? Damon Wayne. Yeah, Damon Wayne. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Calvin Butler. Who's that? Calvin Butler puts it says something about the neighborhood. I don't know what that is. Uh-huh. Uh, James Evans, good times. James Evans. Carl Winslow, Family Matters. <laughs> Bernie Mac, the Bernie Mac. Yeah, show. yeah, that was yeah. good. That was good. Um, Ray Campbell from Sister Sister. Julius Rock from oh, okay. Everybody Hates Chris. He's not a dad, but let me tell you the nigga I like, bro. The TV show Rock. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Rock was He great. was equivalent or in the same vein as Styles, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock mm-hmm. fought, a, he protected he, his family. Yeah, he protected the neighborhood. And how many times do you see black people really team up like Hispanics and have all their family living under one roof? Yeah. He had his wife, he had his brother, he had his dad. Yeah, everybody he even was tried right to take in kids from the neighborhood. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if I got to go at one, what's Rock? Let me, let me look. I got to get it. I got to say his real name is Rock. Nah, it ain't Rock. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> uh, TV show, hold on. Cast of Rock TV show. That shit was live too. Yeah, it was always live. Charles S. Dutton. That's yeah, it. Yeah, Charles that's it. Dutton. And he was in. He was in Menace. Yeah, remember him, he was like Sharif's dad. Yeah, and Rocky mm-hmm. Carroll. Like I like that brotherhood between Charles Dutton and Rocky Carroll. Bro. Oh yeah, that was great, man. I that, would that, choose I love Charles that Dutton, show, bro, because that's I, a slept on show. It is a slept on show. Rock. But I always remember that time when he fought uh, when he was against the drug dealer in yep. the neighborhood. The one that was, was played by. The nigga who played Pinky in Friday. Yeah, I can never know his name. I'm about to look it up yeah, right look now. look it up, man. You got a computer, goddammit. I'm over it. Google. And I, and, I, and I never do this shit, bro. 
Yo, hold on. I tell my kids all the time, you can't say I don't know, motherfucker. You got smartphones and Google. Don't ever tell me you don't know something. Get on a goddamn computer. Character Pinky. (laughs) Pinky. On Friday. He was in uh, Menace. I mean, not Menace. um, What is his real name? uh, They ain't even showing presidents. Clifton Powell, that's it. Is that it? I, don't, I never knew yeah, his Clifton name. Powell. He's I just, always I, in all them black movies. I call him that's by Pinky, his nigga. I got yeah, the yeah. Pinky. Merry Christmas, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I like that scene because he was fighting against yeah, the drug dealer in there. That. And I think that, that was one of those things. I think it was like two episodes back to back or mm-hmm. to be continued because he ended up threatening Rock. Yep, he did. And Rock stuck with that shit, bro. Yeah, man. That shit was, but this is the thing. It was recorded and taped live. Like a play. That's when shit and actors was actors. Yeah. You, you want a Tony for you that You don't shit. get to make a mistake, my nigga. Yeah. Man, but that, I nice. liked him because that stuck out to me. Like I said, the way he took care of his family. He loved his wife, but he was hard. He was a true black. He was just a man. That, he was just a, he man, was a man, bro. Did he, have, time, he had no kids, did he? No, nah, he didn't. Jesus. But that's why I say, like, he was a father figure. So well, I look at it figure. as a father yep. figure because yep. for me, I would have wanted a father like that mm-hmm. who fought for his family, who brought everybody under one roof to make yeah. sure people were better. He stayed on his brother. You know what I'm saying? His oh, yeah. brother kept All fucking up, chasing his jazz yeah, exactly. dreams, sleeping yeah. with women. He was so, trying to hey, get him correct, bro. He, Don't he have this under the house. This motherfucker was a voice of reason. He was a voice of reason, bro. Voice of reason. He if was you like, want to redo a show? Do redo rock. Oh man, who would play it these days? Bring uh, who would play rock? Who would play rock? I mean, who would play a character like that? Not being funny, who it would, would have to. to I know it sounds crazy, but just to pop up in my head, just a nigga who's already out there. Bill Cosby. No, Ice Cube. Oh. <laughs> Ice Cube could play something like that, bro. Nah, I mean, you know, you, went, no, he you could. can't. You, he, he could. could play, but you he don't want to give it to him because of him being a rapper and his past and other things he's yeah. done. I would have to literally tap into it to probably do it. What's them brothers' names? The guy, uh, ballhead guy who played on. I don't think it was Woman That Are Loose, but I cannot remember. I think he played on The Wire. The ball head dude, he got a twin. We're going to have to look it up. Oh, is he's real skinny? He, nah, he, no, he a husky dude. Look like a black ninja turtle to me. <laughs> I'm at to find that shit, bro, but okay. he could probably play it, dog. Okay, yeah, but TV Daz, man, that was a good one, man. And, and like I say, Rock was for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I always look for father figures when I was growing up after my dad left. That's why I always say shout out to Marvell. Nobody couldn't tell me nothing, bro. Yeah. And when my dad left, my favorite line used to be when a man tried to tell me something, you're not my daddy. Right. Like, yeah. to know that you was going home and who going to whip my ass? Right, right, right. You ain't doing shit. You ain't doing shit. And I'm telling you right now, that shit is, is causing a lot of problems in households. It's, it's the reason why yeah. the society is somewhat the way it fucking is right now. Now, some people might think that I'm, I'm being a male chauvinist by saying this, but this is not me. This is the facts. I read this article, and you can look this shit up. Um, and it was also, was interestingly enough, there was a TED Talk about it. So, what I read was that in single-family homes... Single family homes led by males and yeah. single family homes led by females, um, patriarchal, matriarchal. The studies show that the kids, male or female, boys or girls, come out a little bit more emotionally and mentally stable when they're raised by their dads. Yeah. Versus, because, you know, you think about a woman, and I ain't got no problem. I love yeah. women yeah. for what they bring to the table, yeah. how they balance me and all that. Yeah. Um, emotionally, right? You can't have... Because most women are more emotional than yeah. guys. You can't have a relationship that's 90% emotional yeah. when you're dealing with, like, a grown person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of situations are going to pop up that wouldn't necessarily pop up in a situation where the emotions aren't as high. Bro, even in dogs, my lady got a dog. <laughs> she could be telling that motherfucker. <laughs> and, and the motherfucker just keep going. Reese, sit down. Reese, do this. Reese, do that. I come Hey, Reese. <laughs> <laughs> it's power in our voices, it is, bro. Man. Same thing for kids. When my dad was around, my mom could yeah. tell me whatever, bro. 
And then my daddy came in there. Right, You dial that shit down yeah, because man. of the presence, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You respect your mother, but it's like the mother is truly supposed to be there for the nurturing yeah. and the building in a different way. Right. And the father is there for the protection and nurturing and building in a different in way. In a different way. And I posted something last week. I was like, the world is fucked up because who we no longer play our roles. Right. We don't play our roles as men to women. Everything's blended. We don't play our roles for brothers. We don't play our roles. Like sometimes not being funny, even when you're trying to get a woman, niggas don't know how to play their role. Mm -hmm. They too aggressive. Too nigga, aggressive. you threw the, you, you put your bait out there, see if she take it. Yeah, yeah, the hook's some, out there. Some niggas will throw the hook out there and try and then <laughs> right. pick the hook up and force feed the girl. Right. Then when she don't like it, then when she don't like it, they want to shoot them, kill them, oh, call them a bitch. God, Everybody has lost their roles. Court, the uh, the 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 judicial system. I sent you this. Mm. They finally put it in place to where transgender women cannot right. participate in women's sports. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. Because it shouldn't be happening. It should not be happening, right? I mean, who would want that to happen? Okay, man. You want your daughter racing against me? That's what I'm saying. Like, come no, on, man. It's, it's no. I mean, it's very, like we talked about. It's very, it's some women can do what men do. Yes, indeed. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, There are course. some. But it's not a lot. And there's always women, like I think we talked about it last time, you know, everybody's kind of built a little different. There's some women who have an extra level of testosterone yeah. who blast women out of women's sports. It's some women you look at, it's some women I've seen and I'm like, oh, I know she a butch. And then they don't even be a butch. Mm -hmm. Well, put that bitch on the weight bench. <laughs> put that bitch, <laughs> throw shot put. Yeah, right. Put her in softball. Some of these people just built different. They're built different. And the same thing. But I think if you want to do this, this is the way I've built some transgender sports. Yes, exactly. I'm okay. cool with that. All right, so you want your own lane, yeah. But you can't. And everybody be in else, a lane. Has, but everybody else has their lane. Everybody right? else has their lane. You know, we so got the, we say, got the Special Olympics, yes. and we have leagues. Yes, and I said, listen, let me tell you, have you watched those dudes in a wheelchair? I bet you that should be entertaining. Oh, them niggas be hooping. Ooh, I, when I worked basketball? at you know, when I worked at UTA, I did a story on the basketball league. Them niggas be hooping. <laughs> I don't care what nobody say, bro. It takes talent to, oh, hell yeah. to move with one left hand on the wheel and the right hand, or vice versa. That other body got to be strong. strong. I barely can do pull-ups and look at me. Them oh, niggas no, be pulling their whole shit dead weight, bro. For real, man. I, this is the thing, man. I know we do a lot of talking. We talked, you know, about this transgender shit, but yeah. I agree. What's the solution? Get them their own yeah, they lead. Have, they got to have their own lead. Get the, that shit would be interesting. And it, and it would really be, I think it would be a popular thing. It would be a you popular know? thing. Now, now people will watch to criticize. Right, yeah, like just like they do other sports and entertainment. Like, like I hate the NFL. You every Sunday, you peeled in front of the TV, hey, but so I, you can have some shit to talk but about. But I next bet you week. we'll see some LeBron type dunk in front of some women for oh, a change. No question about it. No question about Come it. Come on, man. But, but listen, man, I think that they got it right. They did. I really think they got it right for I once mean, in a lifetime. Yeah, and I don't. I don't want. Um, I don't care how butch a chick is and all that. Like I don't. I mean, I'm not saying she can't play yeah. on a boys' team. Yeah. But I don't. I wouldn't feel comfortable like if my son played football and the motherfucking quarterback was a running back yeah. and it was a girl and he was a linebacker. Yeah. I'd be like, yo, son, man, take something off for of that when you hit her. Take something off of that. <laughs> you ain't gonna hit it like you know what I'm saying. Take something off for of that. Take something off of that. I, yeah, I feel hey. away. Just yeah, tell him to bro. go hard. I don't care if she a girl. Get hey. out there. Nah, man. Shout out to Kansas Scott, man. <laughs> That's my homeboy's bo uh, sister, man. And she used to come hoop with us sometimes. Mm -hmm. She was good. She played basketball for the team, went on to play college ball. Yeah. But I still didn't D up and play physical <laughs> with her when we used to do co-ed shit back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Because, like. And some girls can handle it. Let's some girls can handle that record. shit. But yeah. I'm a little physical, man. Yeah, you know me what I'm too. That's how I play. I mean, if I put this body on you, you ain't getting off. You ain't supposed to post me up and fade away. Okay. I'm going to pack that shit. So, listen, I have a story. 
I have a story. I was um, first, and when I first moved to Texas, they said, you didn't yeah. know me when I was a young athlete. I didn't, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, used I to, saw your pictures, though. Yeah, I used, Nigga to, dunk was on, I used to dunk on cats and everything. Because they just like, you can't jump. I used to bang on dudes. So listen, uh, so you played, you, what, what highest level uh, did you play sports? I didn't go past high school, man. Like, I did okay. tryouts. Um, but, yeah, my attitude, bro. I fucked up a lot of shit in Atlanta. I fucked up some shit in, in uh, Missouri. Attitude. Fucked up some shit here at Denton. You uh, just I, fucked yeah. up a lot I, of shit. I, did, I had a don't oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, mean, I didn't mean to go down this way. Yeah, it oh, took man, me down. Like, I literally was depressed <laughs> for five years after I graduated high school watching oh, guys man. that I played ball with yeah. go on to be something in the NFL. Spider-Man. I didn't, I didn't even mean to do that. I went man. down a bad road, bro. <laughs> okay, let me bring it back. <laughs> so, now, see, football's a little harder because, yeah. you know, no, you don't really play pickup football a lot of times. Yeah, I mean, I did. You know, did you? I grew it. That's all I played. Okay. That's how I got picked up. I'm talking about like after you, after like high school. I just played in like flag leagues. Okay, that's it. Yeah. Okay, so in your flag leagues, were they were they um, competitive? What, no, what, what's what I'm looking for? Women in it? No, uh, no, no, no. It was co-ed. Yeah, yeah. co-ed. No, it wasn't, it wasn't co-ed. co-ed. Okay, so imagine, imagine um, three years after you graduate high school, yeah. you playing in the flag football league, <laughs> yeah. and and you playing against a girl. You know, like you probably would take some off of it, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was playing basketball. Mind you, this is like three years after I played college ball, bro. Yeah. This is three years after I got out of college, but I'm still, you know, I'm like 25. Yeah. I'm still in good shape. That I was still your Yeah, I'm still hooping. Yeah. I went to, I was at LZ Odom in Arlington. Nigga, I right? used to hoop there. Okay. Yeah, I know yeah. about LZ. Listen, we playing five on five, and I'm not a big dude, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But... But you know, like the you know you ain't skills super that I have. Tall. You six one, yeah, right? Yeah, six one. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not playing against like seven footers yeah. and shit like that. But if you six feet or six one or two or three, yeah, you know, I might can get you. Get you. So anyway, uh, we playing ball and they don't know me. I'm just you know I'm new cat in Texas. Yeah. I'm just trying to hoop. I go to the gym and they put a girl on me, right? <laughs> and I'm like, cool. I mean, listen, I got nothing but respect. Yeah. We gonna play they ball. Do do that a lot here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gonna we gonna play ball. Well, we playing ball. She start talking shit. I'm like, yo. Chill, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm over here just trying to get some I, exercise. I'm, just and all getting my, that. I'm getting my steps in. Exactly. Well, she just kept talking shit, and she That's wasn't the name of the podcast. I'm getting <laughs> my steps, get steps in. <laughs> she kept talking shit, and then I finally, like, finally, after a, a couple of, because I think the team was winning, yeah. and she was talking shit. I was like, oh, okay. Well, well, we just gonna fucking play that. Yeah. And so, if anybody saw me play against this girl, they would say, "Frank, you wrong for that." Yeah. But she brought that you out brought of me. Out of me, man. I was trying to chill. That yo. I'm like, yo, I'm a ball player. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, chill. I do this. And I like to be physical. So we come into the block. You know, back in the day, yeah. '90s basketball. Let's go to the box. Yeah. Let's go down there. Let's go down low. Yeah, mid-range game was what it was about back then. Yeah, let's go down there banging it, man. I'm just, I mean, I'm like, and I already, you know, I already got the load on me. Man, I was knocking this chick down every time. Every single time. Got it in your hip pocket. Come on down. Come on down here. Come on down here. What is this? The prize is right? Come on, bitch. I got you. I'm about to put you on that spinner. You know what I'm saying? But niggas do try you. When I play flag, bro. I never, like, even playing street ball, football, we used to hit, nigga, <laughs> and run. Yeah. So one of my coaches in my eighth grade year, bro, you know, I told you religion was the reason why I never got to play sports early in life. My right. mom and them kept me out of it. I always would ask, bro, can I do this? Can I do uh-huh. this? And my 11th grade year, I forged my signature. Mm-hmm. But seventh grade, all the way up to my 11th grade year, coaches would ask me because one time when I was at Pine Street, shout out to Pine Street, uh, shout out to Mr. Moore, the principal at the time, but I would be out there running with them. Yeah. We would play football and shit yeah. at lunch. And I remember my coach, he saw, or well, the coach, he saw how fast I was. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It was me and Brandon Cornelius. Anybody know Big Brandon? That nigga was fast and huge. <laughs> and like he saw us, bro, and he's like, y'all ought to come play, man. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't play. Brandon ended up signing up. He played, was killing niggas. 
Then he went to another school. Mm-hmm. I got to high school, used to go down there and watch my guys, Dorico and Pookie and all them niggas, yeah. Rockhead and them playing. And I was like, man, I want to do this with my homeboys. Yeah. We playing outside. Why can't I play? Yo, man, I forged that shit. My mom was like, I don't know how you getting there. I don't know how you getting home. Uh-huh. Nigga, I was so dedicated to playing that I was walking, bro. And it wasn't close. Yeah. I would walk to practice, walk to school, home. get a homegirl to bring me home. Like, it was 300-some kids that came out. Mm-hmm to practice to play for Texas High because at that time they were the best school in the district in the mm-hmm. area, bro. So people would cross towns and town uh, the county lines mm-hmm. to come play Just there. Come play. And I made the team. And I was like, yo, I made the team out of all these people and I've never fucking played, bro. Mm-hmm. So for me, bro, like I kept that shit. And when I didn't get to go on to college and do whatever, I ended up playing in uh, this league in Grapevine, bro. Oh, yeah? Good league. We made it to the championship and it was this white boy that played for TCU. Nigga was eating my ass up, bro. <laughs> he was cutting, chopping, because, you know, I ain't played college ball, so yeah. he got his routes down. Oh, yeah. And I always tell niggas, man, black dudes be thinking just because we quick, fast, got nah, that. Yeah, and if you awesome, are man. not talented or reading your book, and you doing what you need to do, white boys could eat you up, bro. Mm-hmm. But that nigga started talking shit, bro. He was 6'3", talking mad shit. Was it like contact sport or was it? Nah, it was just grabbing the flag, Oh, it was flag for okay. But he was lead. talking shit, and I'm like, kind of like how you felt about old girl. I'm like, bro, if we was hitting, nigga, I don't give a fuck about your height. Because anybody know me, that when I played, I was physical. Street ball, everything. Now, I'll try and run. I, people run through contact, I'm running into you. Yeah. Bro, that nigga kept talking shit. One time, I was like, I'm just going to let this nigga. Out. He made a cut across the middle. I Forum shit that nigga like running lot. <laughs> they kicked me out, bro. I didn't even get to finish oh, the game, bro. Man. But I was just I, when I hit him, I, knew, I, I just walked to the sideline. We lost by two touchdowns, uh, but I, they was mad at me. But I was just like, I'm got I got tired of that nigga talking shit to me. And we all know when it's a white dude, you are gonna put a little sauce on it. A little. I'm gonna show you something. Just bro. a little bit. Let me just, let me show you. you can separate yeah, the boys from the men. Let's not, let's we out here cutting. We just catching, grabbing flags, nigga. You want to play physical? Let's do this shit. God damn it. Hey, we're gonna take a quick break, Spider. I want you to put on this something new from Larry June. It's the Palisades, California, by Larry June. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take a quick break, man. You've been listening to the realities where uh, I don't forget the realities where Phil's become <laughs> sixteen. What I you got hype what you drawing bitch. over there? <laughs> I was looking at the time. I'm like, nigga, we ain't even talking about no time. No, no, what? That's I, what I love that. That's why I like that though. Throw it the whole other bag. It's not the old one. Run up on this Rory, I'm clicking until it's over. Still do you like? Okay, cool. Because I, I was like, no, I don't know about that. One. Come on, you know the drill. Hop in and hand it over. I'm driving in the whip so fast. Girl, they'll be a lesson. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Or girls will go pick a nigga totally different when they really know they still want a nigga like it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so now, so the, so really, the question is about. So you're flipping it a little bit because you're talking about like first, which is good too. Because I was trying to go in a couple of different directions, looking like like as the say say if you like she go get a girl. Like how do you feel On the next episode of the reality is. So do you? Do you do you ever think about when you're not like on a podcast and you're somewhere and you're talking? Do you ever think, man, this sounds like I'm on a podcast? Like just the way they every interview, nigga. Yeah, every every interview, <laughs> nigga. I be crushing them bitches, bro. I know sometimes when I'm interviewing, I be like, I know I'm kicking these bitches shit. <laughs> like these niggas, these white folks gotta love me, bro. Like that may be the name the of the podcast. Shit. These yeah. white folks gotta these love me, bro.
Lace stuck, drip dog, sauce stuck, damn.